I thought she was fiery. I thought she said important things. I think that she set herself up for a lot of criticism, but I think this is a woman who doesn't give a damn about that. Ah, yes. That's MSDNC this morning on Morning Joke. That is the semi-inflatable third wife of Joe Scarborough. We call her Mika. And uh, they're nothing but a um, an extremist propaganda outlet for for liars that have uh, stolen our republic. The Democrats love that Fonny Willis. They call her Fonny. I call her Fanny because nobody's called Fonny. She's Fanny. I saw her going into the courtroom yesterday. Was her dress on backward or wasn't it? I've come to the conclusion that her dress was not on backward. Kind of a funny set of memes, but uh, it just has the zipper in front, you know. But the internet is raising the question whether she's got her clothes on backward. There was Fanny Willis in the courtroom in Atlanta with her boyfriend, who had been paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to prosecute the President of the United States. And I got to, this is the left. You got some mediocrity and her boyfriend uh, prosecuting the former president of the United States in a uh, in a courtroom for uh, it's just a disgraceful thing. And I think she's going to have to go. She'll probably be disbarred and maybe end up in a prison north of the Arctic Circle. It uh, it's going to be a tragic end for Fanny Willis. But uh, at least when she gets north of the Arctic Circle, she'll have a lot of cash on hand. She'll have a lot of cash. She likes cash. Big-time cash woman. Piles and piles. Stacks and stacks of folded green, as Sammy Davis Jr. once sang. But never mind that. Let's go to uh, Fanny Willis because she took the stand yesterday. And the Washington Post, they just love her. They want to date her, too. This is the thing about these people. It's a circle fest in a hot tub. The headline in the Washington Post today, when Fanny Willis took the stand, comma, her fury was precise and laser-focused. Do you think they meant her furry? Because her fury was not, I don't know if it was uh, very, but there it is. And they had this uh, radical extremist left-winger and racist Robin Givon. I think she used to write about clothes, didn't she? Shouldn't she be writing about whether Fanny Willis's dress is on the right way or whether it's on backward? Hard to say. But they had Robin Givon. She used to write about clothes. And now, you know, because she's an angry left-wing looter, they just, they're all looters, you know. When Fanny Willis took the stand, her fury, fury was precise and laser-focused. That is the opposite of the truth. The Washington Post is filled with lies. She was she was a nutcase. She was pounding the table and yelling and waving documents around and accusing people of lying and lies and the documents and and here's my cash and of course I pass cash to my boyfriend when we're going to Bay Lees and shaking down cab drivers and where else did she go? A lot of places on her vacations and sea cruises. They have a sea cruise uh, travel agent too. Sea cruise travel agent. Fulton County District Attorney Fanny T. Willis, they have a D in parentheses, walked into the, they mean that as praise, by the way, Robin Gavon in the Washington Post, 
walked into the Georgia courtroom Thursday afternoon where lawyers were arguing over whether she would have to take the stand. Sure. And then what happened? It was the back half of a day-long hearing, uh, a long day's hearing, on whether Willis should be removed from the sprawling election tampering case. It's a sprawling election tampering case that her office brought against former President Donald Trump and his associates. She's a third-rate mediocrity. She is a political hack who has a thimble full of power and is abusing it to maximum effect. She should end up being disbarred, probably in handcuffs. But the debate between the dueling teams of lawyers became moot. The question is moot. When Willis announced that she wanted to testify... Willis settled into the high-backed witness chair. She likes it. It's the high-backed witness chair. And then she loosed her fury. You mean she uh, lost her temper and became irrational and proved that she's a political hack and an idiot? That's uh, another way of phrasing the same moment. She began by declaring that defense attorney Ashley Merchant had lied in court filings and and, uh, and and I love it. She declared it. She didn't claim. She didn't allege. She declared because filth is in the details. And Robin Givon in the Washington Post, they lie for a living every day. So Ashley Mergen had lied. Uh, she began by declaring and the court filing when she suggested that Willis had slept with special prosecutor Nathan Wade after their first meeting. So I guess Robin Gavon is claiming that they had one date before they screwed. That's is that the thing here? That's the, uh, the and because she's like, well, did we have sex on our first date? Well, that's what the uh, you know that's what sources say, including her longtime friend, who she declared yesterday is no longer her friend. Leftists are all insane. I wonder if they're suffering from gender dysphoria. You know, a lot of them are. She fumed that her privacy had been invaded. And I've got to say, her privacy has been invaded. She reminded Merchant, the defense attorney, you think I'm on trial. These people are on trial. This is, you know, I'm on truth. You can't handle the truth. This is the, uh, you know, she did one of those. And the Washington Post loved it because they're fascists. So she reminded Merchant, you think I'm on trial. These people are on trial for trying to steal the election of 2020. And she held up paperwork filed by defense lawyers in a, display, in a display of disgust. For no small amount of time, it seemed that Judge Scott McAfee was a mere bystander in his courtroom. Well, he should probably go to prison, too. What do you think? He should be disbarred, and he, should, he lost control. This is, I'm just using the rhetoric that the left... You know, I've, I've learned from the left, and I, some of their techniques have to be brought to bear against them as well. The hearing had been taken over by Willis and her outrage. I love this. This They all love looting and burning police cars and sacking courthouses. And uh, They're a violent gang of criminals, the left, and they jail and kill their political enemies all over the world and have for a century. Whether her anger was defensive or righteous, it was something to behold. Just amazing stuff. So this is what you get uh, from the Washington Post and other news media when you're a lion-ass Democrat who uh, is trying to lynch the political enemies of the Democrat Party 
because they might win the presidency. So, you know, how many times have we heard uh, various Democrats from Johnny Depp, the actor, to, to others uh, talking about how, you know, you have to put a bullet. Who was it that said you'd have to put a bullet in Trump? We have that audio of, uh, I was MSDNC, and um, it was Rick Wilson. Rick Wilson, a former Republican. And I have to put a bullet in him because, you know, they really don't like him. The donor class can't just sit back on the sidelines and say, oh, well, don't worry, this will all work itself out. They're still going to have to go out and put a bullet in Donald Trump. And that's a fact. And that's a fact. And, uh, you know, remember when there was no war in Europe? Oh, yeah, Donald Trump was president. Remember when there was no war in the Middle East, but there were three peace deals? In fact, the Washington Post said yesterday or day before yesterday that the reason that Hamas attacked Israel is because Donald Trump got peace deals in the Middle East. And, the Washington Post concluded, the Hamas attack is Trump's fault. The Washington Post actually said that because they're filthies. Now let's go to uh, the corrupt Fannie Willis, who is abusing her power to the delight of the Democrat Party across the country, and that means the news media and the Washington Post and Robin Givon, who is a dedicated Democrat Party operative at the Washington Post. Let's go to, uh, uh, boy, oh boy. Now, this is a funny one. I want to I do it again. Soundbite number one. In 2020, when Fannie Willis was running for district attorney, she was running against a man who had allegedly had sex with an employee in his office. Democrats, and it's not normal sex either, but I won't go into the details. But, uh, the, you know, Democrats are crazy. So uh, she ran on a platform of not having sex uh, with employees, but she did say that you deserve a district attorney that doesn't have sex with his, his employees. And they changed that in Atlanta. Now the district attorney has sex with her employees, and that makes it completely different. Fannie Willis in 2020. Because they deserve a DA that won't have sex with his employees. Because they deserve a DA that won't put money in their own pocket when it should go to benefit children. Because we deserve better. Yesterday was largely about uh, her having sex with her employee and having lots of money in her pocket. Lots and lots of cash. That was uh, one of her campaign stunts in 2020. And... uh, that didn't age very well, did it? That, that hasn't uh, croisoned very well. Because now she's having sex with her employee, who was a married man. And, um, and now he's divorced, as you might expect. <laughs> and, and she couldn't stop talking about all the cash that she passed to her boyfriend like he was a prostitute. And uh, paying off, because they did a lot of travel together. And she tried, she was like... I think she had seven vacations in like eight months or something like that. Sea cruises and Napa Valley for uh, a busy district attorney. She spends a lot of time going on vacation. I, You know, Joe Biden might go on vacation more than Fannie Willis based on yesterday's testimony, but I'm not entirely sure. So yesterday, the angry uh, and indignant Fannie Willis, uh, having taken the stand really impressed the Washington Post with moments like this. You're confused. You think I'm on trial. These people are on trial for trying to steal an election in 2020. I'm not on trial, no matter how hard you try to put me on trial. 
It really is like, this was like a bad Hollywood movie that we watched yesterday. And uh, then she calls, she calls the attorney uh, a liar. You're a liar. And she's uh, pounding the table. And uh, again, it's, uh, you know, you can't handle the truth. Has he ever visited you at the place you laid your head? So let's be clear, because you've lied in this, this. Let me tell you which one you lied in right here. Not answering. I think you lied right here. No, 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 no. Holding this up documents. This, it, it, it is a lie. It is, it is a lie. What, what, which part is a lie? Has he ever, uh, you know, uh, laid his head on your pillow? We know that they're having an affair, and she was asked nine different ways, and she gave answers like that. It's what the left always does. You catch them in a crime, and they attack you, all right? I'm not saying it's a crime, you know, having sell, though it might be because she's paying her boyfriend a lot more than she was paying everybody else, several hundred thousand dollars a year and all that. Uh, but but never any had no experience in prosecuting felon. And these are the people prosecuting the former president of the United States on trumped-up charges this is the stuff of banana republics. And it was absurd yesterday. Uh, Fanny Willis. I probably had some choice words about some of the things that you said that were dishonest. They're all angry. As you know, Mr. Wade is a southern gentleman. Me, not so much. Mr. Wade is a southern gentleman. Me, not so much. Are you southern? Because as a Democrat woman... You can simply declare yourself to be a gentleman, and, and then you are. That's how it works. You don't need a penis or anything. You can just say, I'm a man. And then the Democrat Party says, he's a man. They don't even say she's a man. They say he's a man. Pretty amazing stuff. And he's a Southern gentleman. He's Rhett Butler. He's Rhett Butler, and she's not Scarlett O'Hara. She's not a Southern gentleman. I'm not sure what she was trying to communicate, but it was not communicated very clearly. Her boyfriend, with whom she has been having a long-term sexual relationship, according to pretty much anybody you ask down there, is named Nathan Wade. Mr. Wade is used to women that, uh, as he told me one time, the only thing a woman can do for him is make him a sandwich. Well, that's terribly sexist. You know how sexist Southern gentlemen are. They, um, uh, pretty amazing stuff. That's your Fanny Willis. There's more Fanny Willis, too, and... Uh, It was quite an episode, a television or made-for-television episode yesterday. In the end, uh, she will likely be removed from this case, and so will her boyfriend, who's never really prosecuted a relevant felony before. Pretty amazing stuff. Lots of cash, lots of cash, lots of money talked about yesterday, and... And more from the circus in Atlanta where they're trying to lynch President Trump. By the way, we're expecting big news out of another President Trump trial from another left-wing radical, this one in New York. That could even happen while we're on the air. We're keeping our ear to the ground on that one as well. I've got Benjamin Netanyahu for you today also. The Democrats don't like him. He's a, a man who supports civilization. And they're against people like that. Hey, it's Chris Plant. Excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. The left-wingers at Axios have a lie out today. Biden defends deadly Afghanistan withdrawal, doesn't think anyone made a mistake. That's because he is very severely mentally impeded. And that's as polite as that can get. Now, let's grab a uh, phone call, Michael. Let's go to the phones. Let's talk to the nice people. Let's talk to Julie calling from Atlanta, Georgia. Julie, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Oh, my goodness, Chris. This is so embarrassing. And please, America, do not judge us by the clown show that you're watching. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. the world. I hope the world doesn't judge us by the clown show that the left is putting on in the United States. Oh, seriously. So for clarification, my best Marine and I do not live in the city of Atlanta. <laughs> we live in the metro, outer metro area. But please, someone, walk up to that woman and whisper the word Spanx in her ear. Uh, everybody can talk about whether or not her dress is on backwards. Put some spanks on. And and no one has mentioned that Scott McAfee worked under her previously. So, uh, so to speak. Yeah, no, that's what I was going to say. All the sexual innuendo that was going on yesterday, he did work under her. I have a, a line to you, Judge. Uh, Miss Willis, please answer the question. Right. I, I, she she evaded every question, didn't she? Everyone. Every single one. I I I can't believe what we're watching here. I'm waiting for Geraldo to walk in and hit somebody over the head with a chair. It is so embarrassing and 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 so so ridiculous. Uh and the corruption. They're they're telling on themselves, oh, and this line, um, as she tells the entire world that Mr. Wade has a problem. Uh, I'm using air quotes with my fingers. Thank you for that line, Chris. As she t- she says, I will not emasculate a black man. You just did in front of the entire world. I we've got that audio. We're gonna we're gonna share that audio with you. Uh Julie, God bless, saluting you and your best Marine. I'm beginning to think that Democrats should probably all be institutionalized for the good of our society. I uh this has got to be a panhandler station, right? There's a station WYPR, got to be public radio, right? In Baltimore, radical left-wing extremists. The headline, there's a fish in the Chesapeake Bay. It's an invasive species, and it's called the, the northern snakehead. The northern snakehead is the name of the fish. And the Democrats have decided that because it's an invasive fish, and uh, causing havoc, probably because of the communists in China, causing havoc in the Chesapeake Bay. They've decided the fix for this is to change its name. They've changed, they're going to change the name of the fish because they're fixing it. All right? Now, this doesn't fix anything, but it just demonstrates the mental impairment of the Democrat Party. The uh, Panhandler radio station has the headline, Appetizing New Name. They want people to eat it, so they're given an appetizing new name. Appetizing new name is latest attempt to slow invasive fish in Maryland. 
Now, how would changing its name slow the spread of an invasive fish? The correct answer is, it wouldn't. And only an idiot would suggest that changing the name of an invasive species, a fish, would slow the spread of the fish. But this is what we get. The lie is so big that no one would dare not believe it. The invasive northern snakehead fish has been bedeviling a Maryland water, waterways since it was first discovered more than 20 years ago. State lawmakers, Democrats, think an appetizing new name can help fix the problem. And on Thursday, both the Maryland Senate and House of Delegates approved bills that would give the snakehead a new name in the state, but not outside of the state. Only in the state would it have a different name. The northern snake snakehead is native to where? East Asia. You know what East Asia is? China. But in 2022, one was caught in a pond in Crofton, Maryland. Two years later, snakeheads were discovered in the Potomac River, Ever since, they've wreaked havoc on the natural ecosystems of Maryland, and despite numerous attempts to eradicate them, including dumping a pesticide into the pond in Crofton, where the first ones were discovered to kill them, northern snakeheads eat fish and other native aquatic life while reproducing rapidly. It's like communism itself. Boy, that's amazing. Though an initial fear that uh, they could slither out of the water and move across land proved to be unfounded. But there are tens of thousands of Chinese nationals slithering across our southern border, perhaps at the instruction of the Chinese Communist Party. With snakeheads here to stay in Maryland waterways, officials are pushing one way to fight back against the fish, getting more people to eat them. But there's one problem with that. I don't think anyone here will will go to a restaurant and raise their hand and say, I want to eat snakefish, please. Delegate Todd Morgan, an embarrassing Republican from Calvert and St. Mary's, told a hearing of the House Environment and Transportation Committee. Morgan is the chief sponsor. He's a Republican. That would change the fish's name to something more appetizing. Initially, it was going to be the Patuxent fish. But Patuxent didn't want it named after them. But after long deliberation, Morgan says they agreed upon something else, Chesapeake Channa. That sounds really appetizing, C-H-A-N-N-A. Is that uh, supposed to be uh, uh, reminiscent of China? China. That's right, the Chesapeake Channa. That makes sense. Chesapeake to reflect the bay, Channa to reflect its native name, recognizing that it is an exotic fish from communist China. And we uh, went uh, to, you know, make people go to a restaurant and pay good money to eat an exotic fish. This is, uh, this is not a good plan. I'm sure, uh, Mr. Morgan, I'm sure you're a very nice person. This is not a great idea. We're going to change the name and then people will eat it and that will take care of the problem of the invasive species. You know, Lake Michigan is filled with mussels from a Chinese from Chinese communist ships that they brought into the Great Lakes, and now the bed of Lake Michigan is, uh, and it's caused all kinds of problems because China and uh, the mussels. It's actually cleaned the water in Lake Michigan to the point where 
deepwater fish that, like the dark, can't survive in Lake Michigan anymore because China. All right. So that's uh, that's that. That's a crazy story. You betcha. Let's get back to Fannie Willis because she was yesterday's live entertainment on television. It's government as entertainment. Amazing times we're in. Fannie Willis. Hey, uh, Fannie, maybe uh, after your testimony today where you're not on trial, but Donald Trump is or something like that, as she lashed out to the delight of Robin Givon at the Washington Post. Uh, hey, maybe uh, we can go out for a glass of wine after uh, after your testimony. Wine. I don't really like wine, to be honest with you. I like Grey Goose. She doesn't like wine. She likes Grey Goose. I like Grey Goose. I'll occasionally have a glass of wine. Grey Goose. Grey Goose is good. Yeah. And uh, we learned that she likes to have a lot of cash on hand. A lot of cash. She travels with a lot of cash money. She gives her boyfriend a lot of cash money. She keeps a lot of cash money in her house. Cash money. She's a cash money girl. Why is that? Why are you such a cash money girl? I always have cash at the house. That has been, I don't know, all my life. If you're a woman and you go on a date with a man, you better have $200 in your pocket. So if that man acts up, you can go where you want to go. I don't need anything from a man. A man is not a plan. A man is a companion. I don't need anybody to foot my bills. The only man who's ever foot my bills completely is my daddy. Who's your daddy? Now, uh, does Mr. Wade say, I'm your daddy? You know, who's your daddy? Because uh, And you got to have $200 in mad money. She must go really far away. Uh, $200 because, you know, a man, you know, I, uh, the Democrat party is not good for anything. They don't, uh, I don't think they like traditional marriage or a nuclear family, uh, but they'll nuke your family that they'll do. And, uh, honestly, so, uh, your daddy, uh, going back to her daddy, uh, only man she ever depended on completely for money was, uh, was her father. You wouldn't get it out of the bag. I have money in my house. You have money in your house. So it was just money that was there. When you meet my father, he's going to tell you as a woman, you should always have, which I don't have, so let's don't tell him that. You should have at least six months in cash at your house at all times. Now, I don't know why this old black man feels like that, but he does. What does his race have to do with it? So don't tell him that. Well, you're on national television right now. You realize that he's probably watching you right now. And as a woman, a man shouldn't have six months of cash in the house, but a woman should. And and don't tell him that. And uh, I sure hope, uh, Fanny, that the Venezuelan gangs don't get your address and go raid your home uh, for that six months in cash. Or the Colombian gangs, which Joe Biden and the Democrats have waved into the country, and they're looting homes in Michigan, outside of Detroit, in Bloomfield Hills and in Birmingham. They're attacking people on the streets of New York. The Venezuelan gangs in New York are marrying up with MS-13, Salvadoran gangs in New York. And the Democrats have facilitated all of this. The Democrats have created all of this. That is just uh, just extraordinary stuff. And then they were talking about, you know, sex, things like that, because... There's a lot of that going on. And the, um, the conversation was, was going back and forth. She was pressed on the start of her relationship after Ashley Merchant and other lawyers 
tried to establish that the pair were dating before they claimed um, and uh, and that Wade, her boyfriend, uh, was hired. They're having sex before uh, a an intimate relationship before she hired him and started paying him with taxpayer dollars and all that stuff. And uh, this uh, back and forth was happening. And like, well, why? And she's trying to say, well, I, you know, we didn't have sex and um, we weren't having sex, but but it seems pretty clear that that's not the case. So she's under oath there yesterday, right? And there, there might have been a lot of lying under oath. They uh, lied on documents, according to expert witnesses and so on. Uh, and if you lie in federal documents and involved in a court case and you're the, the district attorney, you might uh, be disbarred and never be able to practice law again. This, this whole let's get Trump thing might be blowing up in her face very, very much. So uh, what is it? You're not you're not having sex. What's up with that? Mr. Wade had a form of cancer that makes your allegations somewhat ridiculous. I, I do appreciate the characterization. I'm not going to emasculate a black man, but I'm, I'm just telling you. I'm that. sorry, what? I'm not going to emasculate a black man. Did you understand that? All right, well, I don't think we should discuss track. further. Mr. Seda, next question. Trying to, Your Honor. So trying to, trying to, Your Honor, trying to get to the next question. I... I, so what does that mean, that Mr. Wade had prostate cancer or testicular cancer or some other sort of form of cancer, uh, but she doesn't want to cite what the issue is because she felt that that would emasculate him. And if for a white man, uh, she'd be happy to do that. But since it's, uh, he's a black man, uh, she wouldn't want to uh, do that. Pretty uh, amazing stuff. There was some back and forth with uh, Nathan Wade the boyfriend, the man involved in all of this. And they again, they traveled, they vacationed together. They went on sea cruises together. They went to the Napa Valley together. She talked about how he would pick up tabs and then she would pay her half to him in cash because she always had cash on hand because her daddy or something like that. And uh, Nathan Wade, who honestly, uh, in his testimony, seemed like a perfectly reasonable guy, perfectly, uh, you know, normal, kind of likable guy. And he wasn't yelling and pounding the table and screaming and challenging people and calling people names uh, like she was. Uh, Nathan Wade. Did you go to a cabin with Miss Willis ever? Ever. 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 Think about it. He's thinking and he's thinking to a cabin. How do you define cabin? He's thinking. Did I go with her? Or was she there when I got there? Got to think about the phrasing. Uh, he's still thinking. No. 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 Never gone. He's and he's thinking like it might depend on what the meaning of the word cabin is. You know, doing the Bill Clinton technique. Uh, did you ever go to a cabin with her? What is what is that? Hmm. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. And then uh, this one might get Nathan Wade in trouble. He said that he would put all of his vacation expenses on his corporate, his company, his law firm, his business credit card, and then let the let the accountants sort it out at the end of the year. You said in the affidavit that you roughly shared travel, though, correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So this roughly sharing travel, you're saying she reimbursed you? She did. And where did you deposit the money she reimbursed you? Right here. Cash. She, didn't, she didn't give me any checks. So she paid you cash for her share of all these vacations. Mr. Schaefer, you'll step out if you do that again. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And so all of the vacations that she took, she paid you cash for? 
Yes, ma'am. And you purchased all of these vacations on your business credit card, correct? Yes, ma'am. On your business credit card, and then and then what happened? Because, huh? Well, he explained that uh, at the end of the year, he gives it to the accountants and lets them figure out what's a business expense and what's not. And that sounds pretty shady. And he's got a couple of uh, 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 partners at his law firm, and uh, they might have a lot of questions about uh, some of these things. Uh, Gene Hamilton is with uh, America First Legal. America First Legal, Gene Hamilton. And he was on the... Uh, he was on the television earlier this morning talking about the, the performance in the courthouse in Atlanta yesterday. I think the American people could see the entire ordeal for themselves, and they could see exactly what you don't want to do as a prosecutor, and that's make a fool of yourself in front of a national televised audience. Look, the American people see right through this prosecution. They see what's going on here. They see what's going on here. Uh, the news media doesn't. The Washington Post doesn't. Uh, it is is a crazy time in the United States of America. Gene Hamilton. There is a fundamental denial of due process that is occurring in this prosecution of the defendants in this case because there are financial incentives that are created for the prosecutor and her love interest. And every time that the love interest gets paid, she benefits indirectly from in the form of trips and and uh, things of that nature. And, of course, this whole notion yesterday, she said, oh, well, I reimburse him in cash, cash only, cash only. Folks see right through that. Now, she's paying him much more money than the other lawyers are being paid by her office. And then they're going on vacation together and he's paying for it all. And they can't prove that she paid for half of it and that he didn't pay for all of it because they claim that she gave him cash because <laughs> she's a cash lady and all of this makes sense to, you know, the Democrat Party and the news media, but I repeat myself. Just uh, just amazing. And um, she pays him more than he should be getting paid. He buys vacations for the two of them, and then they claim that she compensated him by giving him envelopes of cash, fists full of cash. Was she really using taxpayer funds to get free vacations with the men that she's dating that she doesn't want to emasculate? And these are the people that decided to gin up charges against the former president of the United States and try to get their political enemy by abusing the power of of her office. Once again, no problem at the Washington Post. Now, CNN is a front group for the Democrat Party, as we know. I'm going to have a little Jake Tapper for you on the uh, the Justice Department charging another enemy of the state, another enemy of the Democrat Party, this one in Ukraine, a longtime trusted FBI informant. And, uh, boy, the media just falls in line like uh, like hookers. They're, uh, they're unbelievable. But let's go to uh, Mediaite first. Prosecutor not calling Fannie Willis back to stand because testimony was enough to fend off disqualification 
Sources tell CNN. CNN, uh, Democrat Party front group, Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis won't take the stand again Friday. She was scheduled to take the stand again today for more fun TV to testify in the misconduct hearing that seeks to have her removed from the case for an alleged conflict of interest. Because according to CNN sources, her team believes that her testimony Thursday was enough to defeat the effort to disqualify her. I don't think that's true. In August of 2023, George Grand Jury indicted former President Donald Trump and 18 others, including former New York City Mayor Rudolph Giuliani, uh, former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows, former member of the House of Representatives as well, and former Attorney General Jeffrey Clark. The uh, former Trump staffer Michael Roman and several lawyers have represented Trump and his campaign, including Jenna Ellis, Sidney Powell, Kenneth Chesbro, uh, John Eastman, uh, for their alleged efforts to overturn, that is to say, challenge the 2020 election results. And like the Soviet Union, they'll put you in prison for challenging. Now, they challenged the 2000 election, presidential election, the 2004 presidential election. Stacey Abrams still thinks she's the governor of the state of Georgia, ironically, since this is happening in Georgia. Hillary Clinton said the 2016 election was stolen from her. But all of that is fine because were it not for double standards, liberals would have no standards at all. And now the media, they've decided nothing to see here. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.